Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard. One, two, three, four! People do feel very radically different about gender experience. I mean, that's just like the rules of feminism. That diversity is like the number one thing I think that has to be reckoned with. Agenda with women in the arts. You're on Agenda by Women in the Arts. My name's Katie Winton. And I'm Isabel Hawthorburn. Thanks to All the Best for another great episode. To listen back to more wonderful radio documentaries by All the Best, head to fbiradio.com. We've got a lot to cram into the show today. Coming up, we'll be talking about how tough this week has been for reproductive rights in New South Wales. It's been tough for men's rights activists as well. Big week. (laughs) Super tough week for MRAs, poor things. Um, There's also the completely cisgendered male dark mofo film lineup that was recently released. And we're going to be chatting to Melbourne photographer Alana Holmberg later in the show about her current photographic exhibition called Resist Laughter. And we have a very exciting announcement to make, but we're going to leave that till last. It's really good. So (laughs) stick around. First up, though, we wanted to give a shout out to all of the mothers this Mother's Day. Jackie and Jojo in particular. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for always tuning in. They're regular listeners um, and for offering us advice, whether we want it or not. And we should definitely be listening more to your advice. So <laughs> happy Mother's Day and to all the mothers that tune in. Um, if you are a mother and you need some tips, Ivanka Trump has just published a book uh, about women who work. So as you can imagine, <laughs> it's super relatable. It's got a lot of examples of like, it's just so out of touch. Um, so yeah, pick it up. I also wanted to give a special shout out to a new mother, Adriana Otado and Ben Calypso. Congrats. Woo, they have a little baby. They made it. <laughs> they did it. Um, and also a shout out to all the non-mothers and to the people out there who play the role of mother, whether it's in a friendship, in any other relationship or in any other context. Shout out to all the carers and empaths. Yeah, um, this is kind of a bit of a brutal segue, but speaking of mothers and non-mothers and that choice, um, it's apparently still illegal to have an abortion in New South Wales. So on Thursday, Greens MP um, Maureen Faruqi's abortion law reform bill was defeated 25 to 14 in the state parliament's upper house. So Faruqi's bill um, sought to have offences relating to abortion removed from the Crimes Act uh, um, and common law. So at the moment, it's, yeah... Under the Crimes Act, Mm. which is kind of, yeah, obviously a problem. Yeah, the bill was going to introduce 150 metre exclusion zones around abortion clinics and service providers to protect women against harassment, um, abuse and intimidation by abortion (laughs) abortion opponents. Opponents. So Labor's health spokesman um, voted for the bill because he is pro-choice, but expressed concern that this is not a legal framework to allow medically approved abortions to occur. So what he said was... As the Shadow Health Minister for the last three years, I've not received a single um, representation on abortion or the need for legal clarification until um, Dr. Friericke began her campaign. So the legislation has not provided a legal framework to allow um, medically approved abortions to occur. She removed that with nothing in its place. So that's the kind of, I guess, criticism that he was claiming. But it is um, the, the work that she's doing, I think, is important and it's I think a lot of people are acknowledging that it's like part of a movement that is hopefully going to have it removed from the Crimes Act under common law. Yeah, so abortion's still in the state's Crimes Act um, and is only lawful if the person's doctor believes on reasonable grounds that it's necessary to avoid a serious danger to the person's life, physical or mental health. Yeah, and I just think the optics of this, it kind of reminds me, I think last week we were talking about the defunding of Planned Parenthood and just the optics of like all of these largely older men 
uh, like sitting around in a room signing these things in or out of law about people's bodies that like whose experience they don't know it just seems really scary and sad and I think the bit Tudor summed it up pretty well in this article that came out yesterday titled never allow vulnerable women access to safe abortions in New South Wales said Jesus (laughs) it's a pretty great introduction to that article just going to read you a a little quote from it a bid to decriminalize abortion in New South Wales has failed after a bill aimed at reforming the 30 year old legislation was comprehensively voted down by politicians who believe that a dead carpenter from 2000 years ago is watching everything they do yeah I mean this is a very old law as well It's like very, very old and obviously medicine has come a long way. Um, So it's hopefully um, going to be amended soon. Um, In other news at Feminist HQ, the controversial men's rights documentary The Red Pill was screamed at Sydney Uni on Thursday night. It's been shut down in the past in both Sydney and Melbourne, but the screening went ahead um, at the University of Sydney despite protesters, police, the riot squad and scuffles that broke out. I like that you put in scuffles. (laughs) I think that's really cute. Um, We're not going to go too far into the details for that because Backchat were there and reporting and they have the full report, so make sure you stick around for their news on it in about 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to listen to that. We're both, um, both Katie and I were meant to be there, but we had to work and I think that Backchat did um, quite a few interviews with um, members of Brosock, I believe it's called, which just sounds like the worst stuff <laughs> you could possibly like. Um, and they spoke to a lot of men's rights activists. And I think it would be interesting to hear how those conversations played out, the kind of ideas that they're talking about. We get a lot of, we get our fair share of traffic from MRAs um, groups through the Women in the Arts website and the Facebook group, but they're usually telling us about their penises or. Um, to get back in the kitchen like it's not it's not a particularly you know rigorous exchange of ideas (laughs) so I'm interested to hear um the back chat coverage of that and I think it's there is a crisis of masculinity and it seems important to understand why that's happening and part of understanding it is listening to I mean people different to your yourself whose experiences are different to yourself and having said that I've been thinking about Red Pill and writing about it for about six months and I still haven't watched it. Like every time I go down, sit down to watch it, I just think like I don't want to spend two hours listening to these people explain how women are biologically inferior or complain about women, you know, having equal rights or, you know, wage equality. And that's probably what some people might think about feminism. Um, you can be notionally interested in a frank exchange of ideas, but at the end of the day, it's like really hard work to sit down and properly listen to someone. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I don't have the right to comment on it without having seen it. I think it's really important to know what the film is about. I I really want to watch it. Um, Yeah. Keep your enemies close, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of films, um, Dark, have you seen the Dark Mofo film program? Yeah, no women. No women. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So there's someone on the Women in the Arts Facebook actually um, noted this. They were like, it's all um, cis male directors. directors." Um, And the panel is, I think they're having a conversation about the, uh, for the film programming and the panel is all male as well. Yeah, I was actually quite surprised about that. Me too. Mofo, yeah, has some really great programming has had some really great programming in the past, but I guess it's kind of not enough to have a diverse lineup in terms of music and arts and, and just not include film in that conversation, especially because film is one of the worst industries for women to be in and is kind of receiving the most, um, like, the most change at the moment or the most, not the most attention, but 
But there given... have been a few great initiatives that have really addressed gender inequality in the film industry, and I think it's really important to acknowledge that. Yeah, and I think it's like Dark Mofo does have always have a pretty like transgressive vibe and a very solid lineup. So there's like Pussy Riot, Bitch Diesel, Spike Fuck, and like Betty Grumble. Like it's all pretty um, solid. And then it's just so weird. It's like seems really old fashioned for it just to be like Da Boys. Yeah, and even <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently 25% of the names in the Dark Mofo lineup films actually have boys in the title. Yeah, it's like, who, who let this happen? It's kind of like reminds me of the Ivanka Trump book, like on working mothers. It's like, who are these people that are like, yeah, go for it. Such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, let's publish should, that. People will love it. <laughs> um, so if you're going to Dark Mofo for the music and the art, um, <laughs> you can catch Miss Blanks there, who is from Brisbane. She's a hip-hop queen and she's so good. Um, she's also just been nominated, I mean, announced on the bill for the Women in Electronic Music Showcase, which is presented as part of Vivid Music, um, and New, mu- sorry, Vivid Music, Music New South Wales and FBI as part of an amazing lineup. Um, if you're keen to score a double pass to that, email fbipresents at fbiradio.com with Women in Electronic Music in the subject heading. And you've got to include your supporter number and contact details. Stick around because we'll be chatting with... Um with Alana Holmberg, who's up next. She's a photographer um, based in Melbourne. Um, but right now, this is Miss Blanks with her new single, Clap Clap. You're on FBI. Creaming by the side, lick it up, make me wanna moan If you got a fan 
was Miss Blanks with Clap Clap, a newly released song with a really great film clip. The film clip is so good. (laughs) So good. Jump online and watch that for sure. We're joined now by Melbourne-based photographer Alana Holmberg to talk about her exhibition Resist Laughter, which is happening as part of Head On Photography Festival. Hi, Alana. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Alana, you said that a tweet originally took you to Turkey. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess I follow a lot of um, women's rights groups and feminism groups on, on Twitter. And about two years ago, I, I noticed quite a few tweets of women laughing in public. And I did a little bit of digging and I found that the deputy prime minister of Turkey at that time had said in a public statement that uh, women shouldn't laugh in public. And so as a, res- as a response, a lot of women took to the streets and kind of did just that. And that campaign went all over the world. I think um, it was retweeted like thousands and thousands of times. And I, I come from a background of social media and communications as well as photography. So it's like, wow, that's kind of a really interesting way to um, protest and to have a voice in a place where it's becoming increasingly difficult to do so. So that was the reason I got on the plane. Um, And from there, the project has kind of grown, I guess, over the last couple of years. Did you know the women that you photographed before you left or? No, no, I didn't. I didn't know anyone when I landed. So um, I guess I used multiple channels to try and contact them. Instagram was one, Twitter was another. And then I started partnering with organisations to try and get some introductions and after a while once people kind of knew what I was doing and had seen a little bit of the work you know word of mouth helped me out a lot which was fantastic I I think I met over 30 people in the end over two trips so it's been fantastic yeah and what was that process like in terms of meeting like did you have a conversation about Mm. what they kind of thought about yeah, it's, it was mixed, you know, and it depended a lot on their level of English. I, I had quite a bit of help with translation, but essentially I would kind of explain what I was interested in, which was at its very basic uh, message was just to find out what people were experiencing while fighting for gender equality or calling themselves feminists in Turkey today. So, um, you know, it, it took it takes a lot of time to get people's trust. So there was a lot of hanging out and discussions before we made the final interview and the photograph. So I do feel like I've made a lot of new friends over in Turkey through that process, um, which has been really lovely. And obviously, like, Turkey is a massive country as well. And maybe, like, the experience of women living in Istanbul or somewhere like that would be quite different to, I don't know, people living further inland. Absolutely. And so even, like, what were those different interpretations or understandings of feminism? Mm. Or uh, The first trip I went, I just spent time in, in Istanbul and, and pretty quickly realised exactly what you said, that the, the experiences of women there is not representative of the whole country. So I returned in 2016 with the idea to like, okay, I'll, I'll spread my journey out a little bit more and get a feel for how other people are experiencing um, the current political st- situation over there. Um, I travelled to Ankara and to the Kurdish area to a place called Darsim. And in those places, yeah, that's far more traditional. I mean, Darsim itself is kind of celebrated in Turkey for being a place with um, where women are able to work and they have a very strong sense of um, their identity and, and you know, they, they're quite proud of their gender equality there. I think at the moment I do need to continue the project and keep going to more traditional areas and to get an understanding of what feminism means in those places because it is it is very different and Turkey's extremely varied. So I think if the project is going to continue and get a bit more strength, I need to continue the work into the future. In terms of the like continuing of the project, mm. what is the relationship um, 
that you have with the people that you've already photographed, are you still in contact yeah. with them, or is that an ongoing kind of thing? Or? No, well, with you know, with WhatsApp and Facebook these days, it's it's absolutely we're in contact regularly. And I've now that the exhibition is up, I've been sharing videos and photographs of the work in the place, and they're they're so excited um, that their voices can be heard in somewhere like Australia. You know, with the political coup and with what the referendum in April I was wondering whether some of the women might start to feel a little bit uncomfortable about their participation in the project and so we've been regularly in contact just getting consent for the stories that I've used and the images and actually nobody has really? said that they're uncomfortable a couple have asked for their names to be changed so they're you know a little bit more anonymous but overall overall they're really proud to be part of it and they think that this is a movement that people need to know about more because in Turkey itself, you know, feminism, even more so than somewhere like here, is kind of dismissed and, you know, man-haters and all that usual stereotypical stuff. So they feel like they don't often have a voice in that country. And in terms of the stories that you're talking about, mm. the the exhibition um, visually is the, the images, the documentary photographs, and then you can download an app that allows you to read their interviews? Yeah, or? yeah, it's it's not an app, it's just a website that's right. only accessible on your phone, but the idea is that you can walk around the space and see an image and take time to read you know, a short story that explains why that person is in the project and why they're important for me to include in that final edit, because, I mean, I think the images certainly communicate a strength and a, an emotion, but for me it's really important that you get a little bit deeper than that and you understand their experiences today because I think through those stories that's when you start to see how challenging feminism is in that country, how many contradictions there are, how many different approaches to the topic there is. So I really hope, you know, I wasn't trying to have any easy answers through this project and I, th I think it might help people understand that there are so many different ways to approach it and there isn't one blanket term that works for everybody and I think that was a big lesson for me through this project and I hope I'm able to give that to other people who come to the space. If you've just tuned in, we're talking to Alana Holmberg about her exhibition Resist Laughter on at the moment at Special Group Studios in Surrey Hills. We're going to take a track from Miss from Little Kim now called The Jump Off. Stick around, we'll be chatting to Alana more about her work up next. Whoa. Club case, something jumps jump off. off. You back up for the high, but the off. In the graveyard is where you get off. All we wanna do is party. Yeah. You buy everybody at the barber card. Huh? Black Barbie dressed in Bagari. Uh. I'm trying to leave in somebody's Ferrari. Spread love, that's what a real mob do. Keep it gangster, look out for, for the people. people. I'm the wicked bitch of these. You better keep the peace. Hey, or out come the breeze. We the best, still is room for improvement. Our presence is felt like a black man movement. movement. Seven quarter to eights, back to back. back when I'm sitting on chrome, seven times. Set us for my beats. With the bendies, the hummers, the bends. Escalations, we need three trims. Jumping out the jaguar with the tins. Hey, yo, keep your bread up. You delivery to you, you and yours. yours. I rep, he rep the boys. Uh -huh. If you rep your hood, just make some noise. I got my eye on a guy in a orange coat. Hey. Don't need no cream bee, got the ill. Uh, let me show you what I'm all about. How I make a sprite can. 
Shake up the dice, throw down your ice. Bet it all, play your rice. Money ain't a thing, throw it out like rice. Been around the world, cop the same thing twice. Rub on my, rub on my, squeeze on my, squeeze on my. Give me some, step on the gas, pop the cork and roll up the head. You know what we about, sex. This is for my beats, for my beats. With the Bentley, he's the Hummers, the Benz. Playboy pinup girl, butt naked, dressed in nothing but pearls. You wanna meet me cause ya know I'm freaky and ya wanna eat me cause ya say I'm sexy. Got a man in Japan and a dude in Tahiti. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. No need to be greedy, I got mad friends that's pretty. Chicks by the layers, all different flavors. Mafioso, that's how this thing goes. Now everybody come get me the lingo. Shake your body, body, move your body, body. On the dance floor, don't hurt nobody. I'm the one to put the range in the rover. When I'm stepping out the range, Yo, it's, it's over. over. Coming through in the Brooklyn midgear. We gon' do this just like Yo, Big Papa was here. This is for my peeps. Huh? With the Bentleys, the Hummers, the Benz. Escalade 23 and trimmings. Jumping out the Jaguar with the Timbs. And keep your bread up and live good. East Coast, West Coast, worldwide. All my players in the hood stay fly. And if you ballin', let me hear you say ride, ride. Yeah. To the what? Yeah. Oh, y'all, keep your bread up. Yeah. And worldwide. Stay flopping. Yeah, man. Ride, 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 Queen B. LB. 2003. Why not? We make it high. Come through. Blow the spot. Come on. Yeah. Hey, yo. She back at it. Why wouldn't she be? Come on. Yeah. B.I.G. Freaky top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Else. Light them. We're joined by Alana Holmberg, um, photographer from Melbourne, who's talking to us about her exhibition that's on at the moment, Resist Laughter. Um, Alana, you have been to Turkey twice in the last few years. Can you talk a little bit about what's been going on there and how the mood has changed and mm. what that means for your practice? Yeah, it's a really interesting time to be creating work in Turkey. And, um, you know, it wasn't really something I was um, take, taking in mind when I started the project, but ultimately the political situation there has, in I guess, given the project more importance in my mind to continue. So um, there is a political party in there that's been in power for uh, 14 years now and her, at the last five years has become more and more conservative. So when I went in 2015, it was just after the elections, which they'd won. Um, but the women that I met then were still pretty defiant. You know, they were coming off the back of the Gezi Park protests, which were in 2013, and that was when, you know, the feminist movement really was galvanised again. Um, in the time that I left between 2015 and 16, where the political coup took place um, and that really changed the mood in the country and I noticed when I returned you know simple things just like walking down the street in Istanbul the, the mood was very different there was hardly any visitors and then with the women that I met um, instead of defiance you know I, I did feel a bit of defeat or a little bit of self-preservation so instead of you know less inclination to go out into the streets where protesting had become a little bit more challenging and more physical physically dangerous so you know they were still passionate about the cause but a little bit exhausted and 
and trying to think about their own safety as opposed to the greater cause, which you can totally understand. And I suppose um, since I've been gone again, the referendum has happened and um, the Turkish president has a lot more power. So, um, yeah, people are quite worried about what that's going to mean for women's rights. And um, I think it means that I will for sure continue the project to explore feminism in this particular time in Turkey because it it does feel like it's going through significant change. Um, Yeah, so I'm interested to continue. And it has quite a a strong relationship with with a more global dialogue as well. Yeah, I, I, I noticed in the interviews that second time around very, you know, at the same time I was there, Trump had been voted in and inaugurated, and you know, it's very similar themes about how his his presidency was impacting women's rights. I was no- noticing that in the interviews that I did, and I was like, well, this is really interesting to consider what conservatism, what impact that does have on people who are fighting for gender equality or women's rights. So, yeah, I think you can really take something away from the exhibition in that sense. Yeah, particularly I thought that was interesting you said that shift or noted that shift from defiance to self-preservation. That Mm. does seem like within like a global feminist movement that seems to be what people are doing. They're they're shifting towards more of the sense of like self-preservation. And yeah, what do I need to keep myself um, feeling well and safe? And, and, you know, you you can understand why that would come first. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And you have an artist talk happening today. I do. I do. I'm speaking at one o'clock today at the at the gallery. So I'll be talking about the work and the process and giving some examples of some of the women that I met, you know, while surrounded by the work. So anyone that's around Surrey Hills, I hope you can join us. And that's at Special Group Studios? Special, yeah, Special Group Studios, 270 Devonshire Street. We can pop a link to that up on our uh, website as well, on fbiradio.com slash agenda. Thank you so much for joining us on Agenda this morning. You can check out Alana's exhibition, um, like Katie said, up on our website. Open until May 17th. Thank you so much for having me. Before we go, we have a pretty exciting announcement. Drum roll. I can't do it. No, (laughs) I wanted to, but I just don't have it in me. (laughs) Okay, fine. Um, So we're bringing you in an interactive and experimental panel discussion for Vivid Ideas. We are so excited about this event. And we're actually, we were actually going to launch it earlier this week, but we literally put too many emojis in the title and we nearly crashed the Vivid website. So... (laughs) It's like, Izzy, we can't do it. It's not saving. (laughs) You might remember we interviewed Sydney-based arts partnership Zin on Agenda earlier this year. We're actually going to be working with them to facilitate um, a discussion um, in a way that only they know how to, basically. It's going to have Facebook group chats and a lot of Google images. So IRL and URL speakers include FBI's own Sabella D'Souza, who is on the arts and culture team here and who is an incredible artist in her own right. Melbourne-based artist Xanthi Dobby, who does a lot of work about feminism, queer identity and online space and internet celebrities in particular. (laughs) And New Zealand-based feminist collective Fresh and Fruity. They are so good and they're going to be blowing up the group chat and so can you. So make sure you bring your uh, charged phone to the MCA at 3pm on the 17th of June. It's going to be the last day of Vivid Ideas. So make sure you get tickets super soon. They're $25 and we'll pop a link, pop a link, pop a link. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pop a link up to the show page. Um, but yeah, we really want to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. We're very excited. Um, stick around for Back Chat up next, talking about their interaction with men's rights activist. activists. Um, we're going to leave you with this track from Pale Hound called Miss Independent. It's a really great Kelly Clarkson cover. <laughs> You've been listening to Agenda on FBI Radio. Miss Independent Miss Self
Not to miss 